Thank you for joining us on Against Principalities and Powers as we look at our world today through the lens of Scripture and expose the stratagems and schemes arrayed against us by our true enemies. And in doing so, we're able to successfully navigate through this world and be ye also ready for the world to come, all through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the Word of God. So let's begin with the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, 10th verse, which reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, how do we be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might? Well, the Lord tells us in the book of Proverbs, third chapter, verses five through six, which says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Now, to explain this a bit more, we look at the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 10, the 11th verse, which says, Now these things happened to them as a warning, but they were written down for our instruction, upon whom the end of the ages has come. So the Lord provides us with his scriptures so that we may not only come to know him, we may also know his commandments and through the history of his interaction with mankind, see his words come to pass. Now from that, we discover that his words can be trusted and that he'll do exactly as he says he will do. Now, here is where faith and belief come in. Faith gives us the ability to believe something even though we don't have sufficient evidence to justify our believing in it. So we, in essence, just trust that it's true. And as we take a chance and trust in the Lord and see the Lord's word being proven true in our lives, we learn to trust the Lord with everything else in our lives, including his love, his provision, protection, and guidance, so much so that we trust in the Lord our God instead of trusting in man even to the point of trusting in the Lord instead of our own wisdom and knowledge. And as a result of this, we grow in our experience with God and learn to fear nothing. We don't worry about anything taking place in the world, all because we know and trust that the Lord will keep his word and will enable us to get through it. Now, the other part of this regards God's word, that is his scriptures, i.e. the Bible. As we read and prayerfully study the Bible, we discover that everything we will ever encounter in our lives are explained in the Bible. For this reason, we can turn to the Bible to find answers and direction for any and every situation, circumstance, and event that occurs in our lives. Thus, through God's word, that is the Bible, we learn how to deal with this world and the people in it. In addition, we also gain godly wisdom so that we can discern truth from lies. And if we do as the Lord directs, we get to enjoy seeing his word come to pass and in that see the works of his mighty invisible hand in our lives. Now from all of this comes the knowledge, understanding, and practice of having the Lord our God be our strength and our might instead of ourselves and or others. Now the Lord tells us in the book of Jeremiah, the 17th chapter, 7th verse, he says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. Now, 
let's understand who these principalities and powers are and their goals and objectives. Now in the 11th verse, and we're still in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, 11th verse, we're told, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now from this, we know that our adversary, i.e. enemy, is the devil. Also in verse 11, the Lord mentions wiles, or in other words, schemes and stratagems. So our enemy, the devil, uses schemes and strategies against us. Now, at this point, we may ask, what is the devil trying to accomplish? Well, the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12, tells us, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down onto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. See, Lord Jesus said of the devil in the book of 1 Peter, 5th chapter, 8th verse, which says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Or in other words, the devil, our adversary, seeks to destroy anyone and everyone he can get hold of, and he employs his evil schemes and stratagems to accomplish it. Now, in verse 12 of Ephesians chapter 6, the Lord says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, the Lord makes the point in this verse that the devil, that is Satan, is actually the head of a highly organized and motivated government whose purpose is to destroy man. Now, as we said earlier, Satan employs schemes and stratagems in his attempts to destroy us. That being true, what is Satan's weapon of choice? The answer, deception. Now, Christ Jesus said of Satan in the book of John, the 8th chapter, 44th verse, he said, He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. See, Satan also employs people, that is, willing human beings, to help him. Now, many of these people help Satan because they believe they'll benefit from it by receiving such things as fame and fortune, uh, privilege, etc. And in so many and so many cases, that's proven to be true. But with Satan, there's always a catch. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Timothy, 3rd chapter, verse 13, it says, While evil men and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived. Now, those that help Satan deceive their fellow man, believing that Satan will reward them and that their heaven is here on earth. These people are deceived and that they will be cast into the lake of fire and burn forever right along with Satan and his host. Thus, the deceivers are themselves deceived. That's the catch. And Satan and his hosts know it. Unfortunately, the human beings that help Satan do not know that they, along with Satan, are going to suffer eternal torment and pain. Now, we find such Satan helpers in our governments. We find them in corporations, they're in the banking industry, food production. We find them in media, entertainment, and everywhere else 
where the lives of many can be impacted. God tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 that Satan and his government is behind all the darkness, that is the evil and wickedness that goes on in our world today. And he employs willing human beings to help him. Of such human beings, the Lord tells us in the book of Romans, the first chapter, verses 28 through 32, he says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a base mind and to improper conduct. They were filled with all manner of wickedness, evil, confectiousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malignity. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless, though they know God's decree that those who do such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but approve those who practice them. We even see it in those churches where such evil is allowed to take place. The Lord tells us this in the book of 2 Corinthians 11th chapter verses 13 through 15. He says, for such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light, so it is not strange if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. And in the book of Second Peter, second chapter, verses 1 through 3, which tells us, but false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their licentiousness, and because of them, the way of truth will be reviled, and in their greed they will exploit you with false words. From of old their condemnation has not been idle, and their destruction has not been asleep. Now scripture tells us that many will be led astray by such false ministers. So, given all this, how do we defend against it? Well, first and foremost is to have a strong belief on the name of Jesus Christ and develop a sound relationship with Jesus Christ, being constantly in prayer with Jesus. The next thing is to prayerfully study the Word of God, that is the Bible. We say prayerfully because understanding of the Word of God comes from God himself, not through man. Now, why is the Word of God so important? The answer is that through the Word of God and the prayerful study of it, we not only learn how to live a godly life in Jesus Christ, we also gain the ability to discern evil, wickedness, and deception and combat against it. The Lord tells us in the book of 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 3 through 6, it says, For though we live in the world, we are not carrying on a worldly war. For the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every proud obstacle to the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Let's summarize the whole matter. The world we live in is ruled by the evil, wicked influence of Satan, whose goal is to destroy as many of us as possible in hell. 
Satan employs his government and willing human beings to use the resources of this earth, which includes all industries from agriculture to government, all to destroy mankind and do so through deception. That is, getting us to believe that something is good for us when in fact it will destroy us. Only through Jesus Christ and the Word of God can we discern Satan's deceptions and avoid eternal destruction. It's only through Jesus Christ that we can be delivered from destruction and obtain eternal life in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we'll close this debut episode of Against Principalities and Powers with what the Lord tells us in the book of John chapter 14 verse 6. It reads, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Now we pray this presentation is a blessing to you. And as always, we encourage you to prayerfully study the Word of God for yourself. Now, we publish new episodes on the 15th and 30th of every month. So we're hoping that you join us for our next presentation. Until then, be blessed, be informed, and remember to click the subscribe button. Amen.